Hey everyone, this is Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 128 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of today's podcast episode is Journal Like a Visionary. Yeah, let's do this. Um, And I want to share with you exactly how to journal like a visionary, specifically so that you can start turning your journals into cash, right? Here's the problem that I would love for this podcast episode to solve um, for you as a journeypreneur and for all our journeypreneurs out there. And here's the problem. And I'm looking at it right now in my office, and I'm sure you have one in your office or your home office or both. There's this wonderful bookcase um, and also a drawer full of my transformational coaching and personal development um, workbooks graveyard. (laughs) Right? This is where some of the most incredible ideas go to lay to rest. They are entombed in the most fabulous um, and colorful and exciting and some of them are the most expensive journals and workbooks and binders and then you know maybe they're not the most fabulous but there's some crusty dollar store looking uh throwaway composition and decomposition notebooks um (laughs) there are ideas all over the place like written on post-it notes um and and note cards and maybe even napkins for some of us that if these ideas were to be activated, you and I both would be bajillionaires, right? You might make your next million off of implementing what's in that journal, right? Or you might make your next billion off of finally implementing what was in that workbook over there. Be kind to yourself. If you have a transformational coaching or personal development journal and workbook graveyard hanging out somewhere in your office at home, right, or at work, right, this, this, is, this is the problem that I would like to shine some light on. And it has a very simple... Um, yet underutilized, extremely underutilized solution um, that can immediately start turning all of your journals into cash. And it's called journaling like a visionary. Now, here's the thing. If you, uh, when you first hear the word visionary, it may be a little bit confusing, right? Or um, it's, it's inspirational. Oh, you know, like this person's a visionary, right? Or Um, This person's the visionary of our company. Or maybe you've heard um, incredible speakers on leadership like Simon Sinek talking about the power of being a visionary uh, for your organization or right being a a leader um, in your life. But I want to actually talk to you about the idea of being a visionary, especially within the context of a certain book that's really powerful if you haven't read it yet. It's called Rocket Fuel. 
um, by Wickman and Winters. And in this book, they really dive deep into what it means to be a visionary. Like this is one half of the two, the, the two it takes to tango in order to build an amazing business, right? This, there's the visionary and there's the integrator, right? And uh, Wickman and Winters say, say in Rocket Fuel that everybody in a business, like as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, starts off as the integrator. And so in, in order to journal like a visionary, I need to tell you what you should not be journaling like. And this is how we all are journaling, unfortunately. And it's a mismatch of identity. And I love you. And I love freaking love my integrators. They're amazing. They're the sexiest thing since sliced bread. Right? They make life incredibly amazing. Integrator, shout out to if you are an integrator listening to this, baby, I love you. Right, I'm, I'm a visionary, and it's this. This is you and I were made to make babies, right? <laughs> um, but with that being said, to all my integrators out there, um, and let's define what it means to be an integrator, so that if you're a visionary listening in, and you are mistakenly treating yourself as an integrator, um, we could solve this problem in like a hot minute for you. Okay. So an int- it takes two to create a successful business, right? The same way that it takes two to make a baby, right? You know, one may not physically be present, but there is a sperm and an egg. And when the two come together, wham, it's a baby, <laughs> right? So there is the, there's the inspiration and there's the divine vessel, the divine cauldron. There's the inspirational spark, the catalyst. And there is the divine vessel and cauldron, um, the wonderful, mysterious being that is able to knit all that is together to create life. And with that being said, the, uh, the cauldron, the cauldron, the mysterious one who knits all things together to create life is the integrator, right? And so this is a really beautiful really beautiful aspect of this binary relationship that is required in order to create anything, right? Especially in business. We need someone who is the cauldron, the one who knits together all the things and produces the creation, produces the result here in physical reality, just like a mother gives birth to a baby, right? For, for nine months, she carries um, right, eight or nine months, she carries this being from disparate parts and an idea, and somehow out of the mother comes a wholly and completely formed human being, a brand new life here on earth, right, or not just human being, but shout out to all our fur family out there, our, our animal family, right, and our plant families, the mother knits together the parts to create the final product, of our creation process. You are a sacred cauldron. You're the one who does the thing. Physically knits together the parts and physically manifests and creates the thing. That is what the integrator is in a business. It's the person who is hands-on, hands-in, all the hands (laughs) are the integrators, the ones who make it happen. 
are the integrators. And we as entrepreneurs, we tend to, as um, creators of the business and as solopreneurs, we tend to end up in the integrator position of like, all right, if it is to be, it's up to me, right? Anything the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, right? Uh, Napoleon Hill. So with that being said, as an integrator um, and as an entrepreneur, we will start off on our entrepreneurial journey doing the things, right? What is a, there's even a product called 17 Hats to support solopreneurs in staying in that integrator state of, all right, um, you are the one that is responsible for making the things happen and the amount of things the the volume of output is dependent upon your ability to get things done now there's also a sidebar here there's for some we're even drawn into the pride that comes with I'm a get or done girl or I'm a get or done guy. I'm a high achiever, right? I stand right there next to you, bro. I stand right there next to you, sis. I've got achiever in my top five strengths, um, right? And my uh, my Gallup poll strengths finder. And so as a get it done girl myself, there is this pride and satisfaction and I think even the dopamine hit, is it the dopamine or ser- serotonin hit that we get when you cross it off the list? Woo! <laughs> it's so exciting and it's so satisfying. Oh, yee, I did the thing, right? The integrator in me gets turned on by being able to, to execute, to implement, to organize, um, to systematize and to to have be all hands on and fixing it. Uh, the engineer in me is turned on by be getting in there and figuring things out and tweaking and and all of that. That's the integrator coming out, and there's a flip side to that. What can happen is that as we proceed a little bit farther down our entrepreneurial path, right? We continue going. There comes a point where there are more ideas and more visions to be created, right? There are more things to be executed than my own two hands could possibly ever do. There, there comes like a, a, a tipping point where at first, like, all right, you know, all the things that need to get done. Let me have a sip of water. Mm. All the things that need to get done in the business. All right, I can, I can do it. I can wear 17 hats. I can wear 38 hats. I can wear 40 hats. You know, I'm doing my best. But um, that's a really great recipe for cycles of burnout, Right, because I, uh, I know on my personal journey, I've learned I'm a human and I'm not a machine. I all I've I've shared with you in a previous podcast episode, um, of how I've worked myself literally into the hospital. I literally know what it's like to be stuck at work, meaning between two thirty forty pound panes of glass, right? Because I worked myself into an accident at work, thinking that, uh, you know, I. I can wear way more than just 17 hats. I can wear like 140 hats. And that got me into the hospital. (laughs) So there comes naturally a tipping point. 
as we continue to grow on our entrepreneurial path, right, our entrepreneurial ascension path, this journey that you and I both are on, where there is more to be done than in a human sense can be done than just my own two hands. And this is our, as, as an entrepreneur, we have this midlife crisis of, okay, well then what's wrong with me? You know, I, I'm feeling a sense of impotence. I can't, I can't get it up like I used to. I can't get it done like I used to, right? We have this midlife crisis as entrepreneurs feeling like there's, there's gotta be something wrong with me. I'm not getting done as much as I used to do. Uh, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I need to start another new thing. Or maybe <laughs> maybe I need to get a coach so a coach can tell me to do more things. Which I'm already overloaded with doing more things. So, okay, maybe that coach was wrong. So let me get a different coach. Or join a different program of that will tell me to do more things. Uh, and so this it's this cycle of um, crises. They keep going round and around. And maybe as you're listening to this podcast episode right now, you're thinking, Victoria, get out of my brains. Oh, my God. Like, if if that's you, I'm sending you such a big hug, like a hug with a kick in your butt at the same time. I guess, like, I have to wrap my leg around you while I'm hugging you to, like, kick you in the butt. But this is like a hug in the butt. I don't know. (laughs) To to let you know that uh, you are so seen, held, heard, and kicked um, at this moment because you and I both need to get out of this um, midlife crisis conundrum in our, our ascension path as entrepreneurs. Because as with any midlife crisis, this is an identity shift. The more you resist the identity shift, the more pain you're going to experience and the longer the crisis is going to be. And I know thousands of entrepreneurs now from all over the world and hundreds of them are perpetually stuck in this identity crisis, this quote unquote midlife crisis as a entrepreneur. And this is regardless of how old you are. I'm talking about the life cycle of your journey as an entrepreneur. I'm not talking about your age, right? This identity crisis can, can really cause a massive bottleneck on the business growth so that we'll keep hitting our own self-imposed upper glass ceiling of like, oh, I get to a certain number of clients and then I'm going to back off because I can't handle this crap anymore. I'm tired. I get rah, rah. So you self-sabotage, right? And and cause all the things to fall apart until the point where you're like, oh, crap, I got to go make a money. I got to go find clients. I got to rah. And so then it'll go, Roller coaster up, roller coaster down, roller coaster up, roller coaster down. Meanwhile, if you look to your right and your left, instead of just staring in front of yourself, but if you look to your right and your left, you will find that there are entrepreneurs by your side not experiencing the same kind of harrowing roller coaster that you're on. And it's wild. You wonder, how in the world does this person get so much done and they didn't lose all their hair yet, right? And and they're getting so much done and they have time to be with their family. What? 
are they doing? I remember this distinctly. Um, and a certain coaching program that I was in, uh, sitting next to a, a, a awesome, awesome friend of mine, Stacy, um, and looking at the workbook that our mutual coach uh, at the time just gave us. We were in there for uh, business and marketing coaching. Um, I'm looking at this workbook and I'm saying, oh my gosh, how in the heck am I going to do all of this? It was like a big, you know, another big ass workbook. Um, tons of worksheets to fill out all of the exercises and there's like a laundry list of stuff to do in our businesses. And yes, it was amazing and transformational and everything that I paid and asked for. But um, coming from my solopreneur mindset at the time, coming from my integrator mindset of, all right, this, these are my marching orders. I'm going to take this home and I'm going to slay it. Nope. I'll tell you what, I went, I took it home and I forgot, I don't even know where that folder went, honestly. I have no idea. <laughs> Probably somewhere within the transformational coaching graveyard. I don't, I don't know where it went. I wrote some really amazing notes that day. Absolutely. Life-changing. Um, that journal alone is worth millions. I have no idea where it went, right? This is before I learned how to journal like a visionary. And my girlfriend sitting next to me, Stacy, Stacy Martino, by the way, shout out to Stacy and Paul. Absolutely love you both from the bottom of my heart. I remember sitting next to and um, saying out loud, I have no idea how I'm going to get all of this done. And turning to my girlfriend, Stacy, how how do you do that? Whenever you come to these meetings, you're calm and you're you're able like to get all of this stuff done in record time. And she was the person who originally taught me how to journal like a visionary. I honor her, right? Go support um, Paul and Stacy Martino, relationshipdevelopment.org. Amazing. So she changed my life when she turned to me and said that. She's like, oh, please. Absolutely. Here's what I trained myself to do. I, I've trained myself to know that my journal is not my own. I take a picture of everything that I write. And I take a picture of everything that I'm given. I upload it to Asana and I tag my team in it and we have a meeting on it afterwards. Girl. What? That's a thing? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I remember sitting there and I felt all my head explode at once. It was like, pow, pow, pow. Are you serious? All these years, and I've been in coaching for over a decade now. And she had been in, uh, at that time, she had already been in coaching for like something like 13 years or something. So she's, she's an OG getting, getting coached. And I, at the time, I think maybe I had been in coaching for five years, so, uh, four or five years. And, and I'm sitting there like, I can't believe that that's a thing. I had no idea. So here I have, like, I download the app, Asana, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love the colors. I love lists. This is my new best friend, Asana, yum, yum, yum. Give it to me, baby. I love it. Asana, asana.com. And, and, so, and then I also saw that there's a desktop version, and I'm like, ooh, this is so convenient, so I could see it all right in the big screen rather than just squiggling on my phone. And I used her process 
to finally start delegating properly to a virtual assistant. And when I did that, my identity changed. That's when I started getting more done in record time. Not because I was the executor, the implementer, right? The hands-on, hands-on person. Not because I was the one fixing it and putting it together and tweaking and all of that. Nope. I transitioned out of being the only integrator in my business. Finally, having others, especially with virtual assistants, um, I that gave me the support I needed to finally start transitioning into a new identity, and that one's called the visionary. The purpose of the visionary, you know, when we were talking before, right, about what was an integrator, this is the cauldron, the one who knits all the parts together and produces the physical result. That is the integrator, right? That is what integration is. The visionary instead is the catalyst, the one who sparks the idea, the one who, um, the one who brings forth all the parts, the one who generates ideas, the one who receives inspiration, the one who gets turned on and releases that turn on so that the the integrator can receive the turn on and receive the inspiration and knit it all together and turn it into a physical thing. The visionary works in the realm of images and non-physical, right? The main role of the visionary is just to receive inspiration and spread inspiration. So your royal oats, right, as a visionary. Changing your identity and beginning the transition. I can't, I am definitely 100% definitely not fully out of integrating in my business. I'm not right now at the, at the recording of this podcast episode in 2020. Um, I am not 100% visionary in my business, but let me tell you, the more visionary I become, the bigger my company gets. The, ma- the more massive impact I'm capable of having because I am becoming hands-off with this new identity of being visionary. And one way to start doing that is journaling like a visionary. So integrators, if you are journaling like an integrator, that means you are writing things down so that you can do it later, right? Or you are receiving worksheets so that you can fill them out and do them later, with love that's beautiful and powerful and important and not your job. If you are listening to this as a journeypreneur right now, I'm putting my foot down for you with love. And I want you to know that you are mm, playing small. And the more that you write stuff down and try and do it all yourself, the smaller and more compressed your energy is, the smaller and more compressed your level of impact will be. And in case you forgot, we are on this journey as entrepreneurs for rapid financial ascension and massive impact. Rapid financial ascension and massive impact, right? That's one of the mantras of this podcast show. And so with that being said, if you are really in this for rapid financial ascension and massive impact, you cannot 
be the bottleneck of the business. And one way to start getting out of that is journaling like a visionary, right? Getting more hands on deck so that we can receive, right? All the hands can receive the parts that you have seen, the ideas that you have seen, the visions that you have seen, and knit them together and produce the physical result. That is how, when you look to your right and you look to your left and you're wondering, how in the world is he getting so much done, right? And he's, he's healthy. His body is fit. Look, he's ripped. How in the world does he have time to work out? Or you're looking to the left and to the right and you're saying, how in the world does she have time to, to date um, or to cook or to go traveling and all this stuff and to shop for all that kind of stuff? How in the world does she have time to enjoy herself with all the stuff that we're doing? She's in the same industry as me. He's in the same industry as me. He doesn't know more than me. She isn't smarter than me. Looking to the right and the left, you're thinking to yourself, why in the world are these people further than I am right now? I'm telling you, it's come down to this one thing. This one thing is so simple. It's so light. It's changed my life. I teach this is one of the extremely first things that when someone signs up to join my Visionary Shaman Circle, my, which is my year-long VIP mastermind, it's the first thing that I teach them. So stop journaling like an integrator. That's not who you are with love. And I'm saying this with force to advocate for you, right? I'm pouring my love into you right now. Stop journaling like an integrator because that's not who you are. Remember who you really are. You are here to be visionary. And one of the ways that you be visionary is you journal like a visionary. When you write things down, when you take notes as you're going to your next workshop or program or transformational retreat or coaching session and all that, and you're writing things down, your coach is saying, all right, what you need to do in order to make this happen is blah, 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 and blah. When you hear him say you I want you to translate in your head and say, that means we. Okay, here's what we need to do right now. <laughs> right, not me. Transfer from me to we. I believe we also talked about that in a previous podcast episode. But how we're going to do that, do that today in particular, or at least from this point forward in time, is I want you to start journaling like a visionary. And in summary, again, you, whenever you take your journals, you take a picture of all of that. Take good, clear pictures. Um, upload it to... I I don't have an agreement yet with Asana. Looking for it. <laughs> Shout out to Asana if you're listening. Holla. Right? Upload it to Asana or whatever your project management tool is. I like Asana because you can do lists or Trellos. Like Trello, you can just Trello. But Asana, you can do lists or Trello boards which is pretty fabulous. And if you do a good job, unicorns and narwhals fly across the screen. And for me personally, I need that in my life. (laughs) I need to see rainbows and explosions when things go good. Like that turns me on. So Asana all the way. That's that's my thing. But anyway, you take a picture, (laughs) you upload it to a project as a task in Asana, you tag your virtual assistant, you tag your team um, so that, and you ask for um, a meeting, ask them to book a meeting so that we can go over this so that who can do it? Not you, they, 
right? This is a we. The more that you start transitioning your identity from me to we, right? From being the integrator in your business to being the visionary in your business, the faster and more rapid your financial ascension will be and the larger and more massive your impact will be. Now, I'm curious. Is this something that you're up to do? Do you have questions about it? I'm sure your next question is going to be like, Victoria, where do I find a virtual assistant? Yeah. Um, There are a couple amazing companies that I would love to recommend you to. And there are some that I use. I've used different services over the years. I've used individuals. I've used companies. Right. But uh, in order for us to have that conversation, you got to jump on my calendar Right. Um, how you can find my calendar is you go to victoriawhitfield.com forward slash contact and I'd be happy to, to talk to you. So you just go there, you fill out the little form and it, it, it takes you in the next screen to my calendar. Right. victoriawhitfield.com forward slash contact. Let's talk about virtual assistants so that you can start journaling like a visionary if you don't have a team yet. Right. Or if you need to expand yours, maybe your team needs virtual assistants. Um, be kind to yourself just because you have some people working under you right now doesn't mean you need to wring them dry like freaking wet towels. People are human. (laughs) Sometimes we just need to bring on more support. So with that being said, I hope this podcast episode was enlightening. I'm curious to hear um, if you had an aha moment. By the way, hello, if this is your first time listening to the Visionary, uh, oh my goddess, listening to the Journeypreneur podcast, (laughs) right, welcome. If so, go ahead to iTunes and hit that subscribe button so that you get the notifications first every time we release another podcast episode, right? Um, While you're there, leave us a five-star review because that's where the comment section is. When you leave your five-star review, this is episode 128, I want to hear... What was the one thing that I said that opened you up to journaling like a visionary? I'm curious. I want to hear your story. We get so fun to get to see everyone's comments and stories and aha moments. Thank you to those of you who have left your five-star reviews. Like, it really warms my heart. I feel seen, held, and heard by you, fam. Thank you. Right? It's, it gives me the energy to keep um, generating content and keeping all of this love pumping out there for you, right? You have my heart, journeypreneurs. I'm on this path walking side by side with you. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this podcast episode up with the same thing that I say every single time. Please enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>